0: When you think about the the Blue Jays coming in, Gooby, who on that team most excites you? Obviously, you know to see as far as star power coming in, and, and you know there's going to be some big crowds down yeah, I mean, here for the Blue Jays.
1: I mean, we know Vlad Jr. He's connected with the Angels. He always will be. Bo Bichette is Bichette. a phenomenal player. Yep. So they they got some uh, they got some guys that can put up some numbers, but like, quickly. Although their
0: offense, they've been struggling a little bit offensively. Today, so they're probably already in town. Staying up late, I hope. 23 and 20 is their record.
1: Three games over 500. By the way you get to see the old El Toro High School product, back Chapman wearing a Toronto Blue Jay uniform. Instead of the Oakland, we've seen all those years in third base. or Springer, so
0: it's going to be a fun one here. Four game series. Sounds like the Angels are excited. To see the Blue Jays, Kevin Barker, according to their broadcast group. Staying up late. Staying out all night. Staying out. Well, unless they, I, I mean, you, you're not going to do it in in Anaheim. You could go into Hollywood, I guess, but the only thing you're going to stay up, the only thing that's going to happen to you if you stay up late in Anaheim is you're going to get them, you're going to get to see them change the deep fryer at the in and out So you're
1: the so. only person that thinks you can't get in any trouble in L.A. Not in No, na- no, no trouble no, whatsoever. Listen, you're the only person that thinks that.
0: No, I'm saying not in Anaheim. Boys want to rent a limo and go into Hollywood. You go to Bob's Clown Room, you can get into all sorts of trouble. That's the name of it? <laughs> you can get into all sorts of trouble did, in Hollywood. How is
1: that the name that you knew? Unless you've been there. What's the name of it?
0: I'm going to double check. Bob's Clown Room. That's. I mean, it's not like it was the first place. No, Jumbo Clown Room, sorry. <laughs> it's not like it's the first place I went that night. Jumbo's Clown Room, yeah, uh, 5153 Hollywood Boulevard. What do you do in that room? It's a bikini bar. Oh. Not a strip club, it's a bikini bar, and there's... Bikinis? Anyhow. Uh, I don't know, I think of Bob's Clown Room. That's a great one. Uh, It's Blair and Barker. Sports and F590, the fan 360. That's a great start. That's a great start. Well, you talked about going. I, you, there's lots of things you obviously, there's lots of things you can do in it's in, the big leagues, in, Jeff. in Hollywood, that is a big it's league place. Big I guarantee you, there have been. Trust me, I know eyes have seen, I have sat next to there are major leaguers that go to jumbo clown room. Trust me. I mean, I guess. Trust me, anyhow. The uh, the Jay started a four-game series against oh, – That's
1: funny. You get in an Uber and you go, hey, can you take me to Bob's Clown Room?
0: Jumbo Clown Room. <laughs> Jumbo's Clown Room. No, I don't know why I came up with – Bob. like I said, it's just – I went there once and it wasn't – was Bob's Clown Room? Jumbo Clown Room. <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't the first place I went that night. So, I you know, I just, there was a clown at the door. That's what I read. And I hate clowns. Clowns scare me. But I thought I would uh, –
1: Seriously, there's a clown. Him. Yeah, it's clown room. Yeah, it's clown room. And everybody's in bikinis. There's a clown with a makes bikini. Makes perfect sense. It makes
0: real. Makes perfect sense. I'm just, I'm just saying. Anyhow, let's
1: hire that guy gotta, to come gotta,
0: and do your. Got to live dangerously. <laughs> Got to live dangerously, my friend. Got to live dangerously. Can't yeah. always just turn go around for and a leave
1: scene. as soon as you see a clown. Anyhow,
0: room it's Jin Ryu against Shohei Otani tonight <laughs> in the first game of this four-game series. It scares you more tonight, Shohei Otani the pitcher, Shohei Otani the hitter.
1: Let me. Let me. Let, this is real easy. So it's real easy. Give me the numbers. Yeah, but, I know. You, uh, I,
0: I know you want to give me the numbers. That,
1: this year against uh, righties, Otani, righties are hitting one fourteen. He's walked three righties and punched out thirty. Oh. If you've noticed, the Blue Jays have, I would guess, eight righties in a row tonight. They may have nine if Lourdes is playing. So that's an easy answer for me. And Otani is, is okay against left-handed pitching. I mean, he's decent. If you don't hang one, you get him to go the other way. You'll take that little bloop single. To left field, you know, if if Ryu just doesn't get cute and try and flip the OO breaking ball, and Otani's going to you know swing from the hip and take Big Daddy hacks all the time. If he's smart, he can he can make a decent pitch against him, make him go the other way. You take your chances offensively with him against left-handed pitching, but pitching wise, I'll give you two guesses on what he throws a lot against righties: a four-seam slider with a split finger. That's what he throws. He's going to throw a bunch of that at 97. He's going to throw a big yacker that starts, what, at about two and ends up at about seven or eight. I sometimes got a little cut action, but a lot of the times, because he's getting frisky out there. Like, he, he's pretty good. He's a giant human. He's going to tell you he's going to let you know that, and he's very animated out there. Like, he, he's got good stuff, and he knows it, and then he's going to try and eliminate you quickly with the split finger. But he's going to get a bunch of right-handed hitters in a row, so... You know, this for me, with the record that they have, what are they? They are 15-9 at home. The Jays are 9-12 and on the road this year. That for me tonight at least screams 6-1 to game. You're seeing Vasquez in the fifth inning. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it makes me want
0: to stay up late to watch it. I'm telling you.
1: Maybe I'd be surprised. Maybe, uh, maybe, that, yeah. maybe the day off. Maybe Thank God the, for maybe Blue the, Jays in
0: 30. Maybe Vladdy will. Blue will, Jays and 30. Well, you can watch half of it. See the first five innings. I'm old. You know, that's way past my bedtime.
1: Yeah, you have been the Bob Bob's clown house, <laughs> Jumbo's clown room. Uh, how much did it cost to
0: get in the door? Was there is there? Mark, this is, is a long a time ago. It's a long time ago. I don't know whatever. I, I so it was free. What? No, no. Whatever the clown wanted, I gave him. I I, I can't. All right. Did you go with anybody? Or did you go by yourself? <laughs> no, I didn't.
1: You went by yourself. No,
0: no, no. I don't.
1: No. So where'd you go last
0: night? Uh, you'll never guess. <laughs> uh, we used to during the postseason and that there were a group of us, Dave Shine and a couple of us. We ended up going to. I'm we sure just they appreciate bar. you
1: throwing them under the bus about the 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 Bob's Clown House.
0: Room. clown room. No, it was fine. I mean, it, it's fine. It, it's it's fine. There there were a couple of other places we used to we used to go as well. Um, mm. Saw Drew Barrymore drink a, a tequila shot at a bar. That was pretty cool. First time you ever seen somebody drink a tequila shot? First time I've seen Drew Barrymore drink it. Anyhow. It was a long time ago. That was in another life.
1: She uh, must have been pretty
0: young then. No, don't no, no, not long ago. This this is this is another life. But anyhow, no. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go on and on about um about Jumbo's clown room. I'm just surprised you as a big leaguer. No, I've never heard of that. Got, I, did you so get? If, so if I would have gotten an
1: Uber or a limo with any other big league buddy that I had, and the first thing out of their ma- mouth would have been Bob's Clown Room. Jumbo's Clown I'm getting. I'm crawling out of the window and going somewhere other than a place named Clown Room. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it may so have many changed, things it wrong may with that name,
0: it's been so long ago, it may have changed a bit. So we've established that Shohei Ohtani is going to eat these guys no, up. No, I
1: said there's a good – there. again, this gets back to what we've been talking about for the last week or so about the the approaches and, and the confidence, knowing that it's okay if you try and hit with two strikes because you're taking that good pitcher's pitch. Quite frankly, something you can't do anything other than roll over to the shortstop mm-hmm. because you're a right-handed hitter. If they can do that, he's going to be in the zone. He's throwing more strike ones. He's going to be around the play a little bit more. He's trusting his stuff. But he does punch out a lot of right-handed hitters, and you know that for me is if 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 you're confident enough with what you're doing mechanically, and you've got some confidence in just the day before. No, there's a day in between the day before that you had a good day. If you can tar- carry that over, and and because I'm tired of saying go to right center, they can't. They've shown you that they can't do that consistently. So it's you you have to lay off of that one that you have to try and go to right center with, and get the one that you can go up the middle to the pull side. And if they can do that, what if you don't get that? Then it's going to be six to one, and Vasquez you're going to see in the fifth inning. I mean, it's real simple. Like this is these are certain guys. There's certain guys that you're going to face that will tell you in a hurry how your mechanics are. All right, in a hurry.
0: Yeah, and he's (laughs) he's one of them. The the rest of the pitching matchups for the weekend: Friday, Alec Manoa against Chase Silseth. Try to say that Mm -mm. when you're not sober. You say Kikuchi against Michael Lorenzen and Another Jose Yes, and Jose Barrios against Patrick Sandoval. So
1: you get a lefty in there. Woo. The Blue Jays pitching is going to keep them around it. They're going to keep getting give them a chance. It's just that striking early, it's it's the first at bats are a big deal. It's it'll be interesting to see how the Blue Jays lineup handles when a guy on second base is up and the guy that's standing on the on-deck circle watches his buddy roll over to the shortstop and doesn't get that guy in, doesn't have a productive at-bat. That's sort of when it comes off the tracks. But maybe the confidence that they got from, God, I said they still went two for 14, but they still won the game and they had better at-bats than guys that matter. Bo had, was two hits. Vladdy had two hits. Springer had a couple of walks. Like, their at-bats got a lot better. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this will. You know, the runners in scoring position, especially against guys like this, you're not going to have a ton of chances. Is my point. And when you do have them, man, you got to bear down, and you really got to think about what you're swinging at and what you're not swinging at. And, and if you know, it's it's what did what did Teo say? He said uh, they need a hit to keep the energy up. If I know they went two for fourteen, you know they know they went two for fourteen and how bad they are. Well, they're hitting 161 with runners in scoring positions on the road. It's it's laughable because almost it's getting to the point where it looks like they're trying to go two for 14, which they're obviously not. But it's hard to go two for 14.
0: Yeah, it, it's hard. I, I mean, I don't care what balls you're using. It's hard to go two for 14. Uh, here's a rundown of the show today. Casey Candell will join us. He's manager of the AAA Buffalo Bisons. Yes, we'll ask about Gabriel Moreno. I'm really interested in Adrian Hernandez, though. a relief pitcher who is has put up some (laughs) really good numbers, appears to be able to strike guys out, and... Mm I wonder. I will. We'll ask Casey about you, that. I wonder if he might be one of the internal. You did
1: a great job of, of bringing it to my attention before the show that Kevin, Kevin Bishop played four games in the outfield. Four games, and in the we outfield. had mentioned with Dan Showman yesterday, or I did, about Lourdes Guriel Jr.'s struggles. And would you ever think about maybe sending him down?
0: I mean, I. I mean, I'll, I. I don't know about Lourdes Gurriel Junior, but I can certainly do without seeing Vinny Capra anymore. Vinny Capra, is – no. But what I, I'm saying, like, but what yes, I'm whatever. saying, what, what I'm saying is, it's not as if. It's not as if you're going to be sweating out the decision. If Kevin Biggio good enough to come up here, it's like, oh my God, who are we good? What are we going to have to do to get Kevin here? Uh, you've got some obvious, obvious choices if you want to get Kevin up. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to Casey about that. Mm-hmm. Thomas Hatch as well, International League Pitcher of the Week. Of course, nice. Jordan Groshans. Lots to talk to Casey Candel about. 11 05, Tony Gwynn Jr., Padres broadcaster, former MLB outfielder host of the Big Time Baseball Podcast, which is a really, really good, really fun, really informative podcast. I love Tony Gwynn as a guest. Tony Gwynn Jr., I should say. He'll be along Mark Langston, LA Angels radio analyst, former big league pitcher with the Mariners, Expos, Angels, et cetera. He'll join us at 11.30. Perfect guy to talk to about Shohei mm. Otani and about the pitching the Jays are going to see. All right, we talked about that side. Jin Ryu. Would you see the last start? What do you need to see? Tonight. Okay, well, <laughs> what, let me rephrase that. Give me, yeah, aside from a complete game with seventy-one pitches thrown. Give me a good night for Shohei Ohtani against this Angels lineup.
1: Uh, if if I'm if I'm Ryu, and I'm on the plane and I'm I'm trying to game plan against the Angels, the first guy that you've noticed, Mike Trout, is. Annihilating lefties. He said 34 at bats, which is not a giant sample size, but it's still Mike Trout slugging 882 and he's hitting 441 against lefties. If you're thinking the Cardinal way, we had some guests on. Mm-hmm. Benji Molina mm-hmm. said there's a Cardinal way when they have a really hot hitter, no chance in a series that that guy's beating them. No chance. Well, right. if you're Ryu and you're thinking, I got to get the guy out in front of Trout. So if I have to either pitch around Trout or I got to come after him and hopefully hits a single and not a double or a homer, then that's one of the little things is you got to maneuver around that. How do you do it? Are you more aggressive early, uh, you know, against the guys hitting in front of him? Because I'm assuming he'll hit second or third, you know, depending on who's who's hot and how many righties they put in front of him and those, whatever that is. So, it, that, you know, you got to figure he's in there getting the guy out in front of him is a big deal. <clears throat> I want to say fastball command, but it was 89 last time. i Everybody says that Ryu needs the 91. Can he do that consistently? I, maybe that's what the back nine is going to look like with him. The velocity on the fastball will be up and down every start. Like sometimes it'd be 91. Sometimes it'd be 89, 88, 87. I don't really know what that is, so I'm not even going to say velocity on the heater. The arm speed and the location of the changeup, that was good. It was around 80, and then most of the time it was 80. That will be a big pitch. The sprinkling of the – after the elevated fastball – the curveball, because it is a big yacker, and it's slow. It's like 72 miles an hour. So if he can get some swings and get them looking a little up with the heater and then feed that curveball, which is a big one, and have it drop off the table, that's a big one too. But for me, anyway, I'm not looking so much as his pitches, strike one. All those things are very important, especially for a guy that's left-handed and throws, you know, he doesn't throw a bazillion miles an hour. It's how he maneuvers around trout. How does he pitch to certain guys And working through the order. Like, that is a big deal. He's got, you know, he'll he'll have Danny Jansen, obviously, back there to help him out a little bit when it comes to what sequencing and how he works around certain people. Like, I'm going to say like a 3-2 pitch, instead of giving that guy the best heater, he may throw the big, giant breaking ball. Just because of certain guys you have to do that with to, you know, pass that baton and not get beat by certain guys. That will be the one thing that I'm looking for.
0: Anticipating... The same lineup, Springer, Espinal, Guerrero, Bichette, Teo, Kirk, Chapman, Jansen, Tapia. Uh, Guriel was the guy who was absent from that lineup. Uh, I mean, again, we talked about it, right? Righty, 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 lefty. Uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know if you start Bradley Zimmer. I,
1: yeah, I don't How know. would you give Lourdes uh 2 Full days off, and then as I'm not sure they're going, they're going to want to do that. This is a tough get for Lourdes. Stands very far off the plate, outer third, 97 with a tunneling slider, and then the tunneling split finger. Is that a good matchup for Lourdes?
0: Well, I mean, there's not much right a now. In that's there? A good you, there
1: you go. So even more to the point, uh, yeah, you. I would think you'd have to put a lefty in there. You'd have to, like, I yeah, I, so one of them. And Toppy is he'll give you a good at bat. He's not always going to give you a hit or or a productive at bat, but he's gonna he's he'll be a challenge at least. He'll make maybe O'Tani throw a breaking ball because he does have one, mm-hmm. but that's his fourth pitch that he'll like to throw to lefties. They ain't no lefties. So you <laughs> you ain't gonna have to throw that. That might eliminate a slider. He'll maybe throw more split fingers to Tapia. He'll throw the elevated middle of the way fastball to Tapia, which will force Otani on the other side of the plate. Which is something you may want to do, but again, it gets back to the eight righties in a row. I mean, I mean that's not Charlie's fault. That's not the eight righties in a row's fault. No, you're just gonna you're, you got what you got. Now you have to go up and try to battle and be you, and be you's not been the easiest thing for them to be.
0: Yeah, it'll be. Uh... You know, we've talked a bit about this yesterday, and we'll, we'll talk about it with Tony and and Mark Langston too. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see Vladdy against Otani tonight. And that that I mean that that is, and I, I have to admit, <clears throat> when Vladdy came out in spring training and said what he did, one of the first things I did was look ahead, try to find out when the Angels were going to be facing uh, the Blue Jays. And I'm just I I, I don't know why that uh, that game against St. Louis. Yes, I know the home run. You know, the home run was a pitch he should have hit a home run on, but I like the thought process of that at bat. I like the way he he kind of handled that walk earlier. I like the single I saw. I don't know. I'm wondering if maybe if maybe for Vladdy this is a bit of a jumping off point against Shohei Otani. It's well, if- it's he's 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 awfully young right now, but I think it's almost as if It's almost as if with Vladdy, because of the year he had last year, because he instantly, the year he had last year automatically put him in the conversation for MVP this year at the start of the year. It's not the case now. But my sense is Vladdy, Vladdy's joined the club now, and that club is really elite players who unfortunately are playing in the same era as Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, Shohei Ohtani has another year like he had close to last year. He's going he's gonna to be the MVP again just because the unicorn thing is still, is still going to, to, to hold there. I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be fascinated to see Vladdy on this stage with the focus on him whether or not this is something that he rises to um, it, it's it, it's one of those rare occurrences in baseball where because it is such a long season and yeah games against the Yankees are mm-hmm. important and games against Boston are important but this is one of those rare occurrences Kevin where it's like everything for Vladdy Jr is kind of coalescing on this around this game dad dad went to the hall of fame as an angel sure. he's facing otani otani beat him for the mvp all of that stuff. This is the first time it's kind of just boom, all on top of Laddie. I think it's going to be fun. I, I've got a good feeling about how he reacts. I don't know if the Jays win. I think, frankly, I'll tell you this. I think the Jays' ability to win tonight is going to depend maybe more on Hyun Jin Ryu than anything. But I got a feeling he might rise to the occasion tonight. Don't know why. Just a gut feeling. Could be wrong. But if he does... I'm gonna flip it on the okay. other end.
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my try and put myself in in Otani's shoes and say I just saw the Cardinals because you know they they go back and yeah. watch for games that just are recent and say how did the Cardinals they they pitched around Vladdy? If I'm Otani and I'm looking at Vladdy's numbers and I got the stuff that I got, you're not gonna 97. I can touch a hundo. I got the devastating slider. I got the eliminating split finger and I occasionally flip it in there just cuz I can and I want to and I'm tired of throwing all the other stuff uh am he is he going to go middle way is Vladdy's kryptonite right now it is mm-hmm. if you say it any way other way you want to say it it's his, it's his kryptonite is his kryptonite with the lower half and the, anything a, abo- the,
0: anything above mm. the middle of the plate you you don't want to throw to Vladdy.
1: I think lower th- third. I think down the middle no I don't think it's up and down I think it's down the middle and and in is his go-to. It's anything away. It's anything away and mm-hmm. up. It's anything down and away. It's it's just anything away right now. No matter if it's up or down. I, that's me. I, but it'd be interesting for me to Otani. First two at bats. Fastball and fastball counts. Here it is, big fella. I got a good one. I don't think you can hit it. That's what I'll be looking at. Like there's go, There is a little bit of that macho. I won the MVP. I'm probably still the front runner to win it mm-hmm. again. As the way my year is going, our team's really good, really good at home. Trout's back. You've noticed he's really good, too. It just uh, that that will be one of those where, you know, it's it's like when you see the elite guys facing the uh, the, the guys that are supposed to be elite. Now, he's gotten off to that slow start, as we all know. But there's still a little bit of that. Well, is my fastball really that good? The only way I'm going to know is just to throw it to a guy that can hit a hater. Here it is. I'm going to try and somewhat locate it. But I'm, for me, he's not a location guy. He's a stuff guy. Like, he's not always going to go out or third on the black away because he don't have to. He throws 97. He's a big, giant human who, if you're hitting off him, looks like he's just dropping the ball in the catcher's glove. So that will be one of the little things that I'll be interested to see. That You know, it's 1-0, 2-1, 2-0, 3-1. If Vladdy gets into the, any of those counts, is it is big fella. Here it is. See if he can hit it. That's, that's kind of cool to watch. We'll see, if it, we'll see if it happens.
0: We should also probably at least mention the name Anthony Rendon as well. That's
1: why they've gotten off to a good start. He's healthy. Trout's healthy.
0: But he was hit a 406 average last, last week. I don't know what he's done this week. Um, strikeout numbers are way down. I think he's just really healthy. And uh, Joe Madden made the point about, and I, I laughed when I read this because it, it reminds me of something Josh Donaldson said. Joe Madden's point was, you know when Anthony Rendon is on because he's not fouling off pitches that he When he, he gets it, he don't miss it. Yeah.
1: He's got yeah. a simple swing. He's a good defender. He seems like what everybody loves. He's a good teammate. Just he's, He makes their lineup longer. Uh, he's a tough out. Like when he's going good and he's healthy because he can go the other way, he can hit with two strikes, he can hit velocity, and he's sort of forgotten. It took you how long? 21 minutes to say his name. And the only reason I He's noticed forgotten. it is
0: I was whipping through I was whipping through the the Angels uh I was just whipping through their stats page and looking at last week because they did they they had they had kind of a bit of a hiccup last week. It was kind of an odd week for them given the way the year's gone for them. Then Rendon's Numbers just kind of
1: boom. They have balance. Jared Walsh, we forgot to mention. Brandon Marsh. Tyler Ward. He's a fast guy who can play some outfields, good defender. Tyler Ward has a neck issue. I don't know if he's going to be. They have balance in their lineup. They're harder to pitch through. That'll be an interesting thing. If they do, Joe Madden does still put lefties in against Ryu. I would. Yep. Because it sort of eliminates his changeup. I I know he's been trying to throw more change-up, but change-up's been sort of his best pitch since he came back. It's good arm speed. It's good location. It's down. His misses with it are good. He's not missing so much on the plate and elevated. I would throw lefties against him.
0: I will say we'll this. I, I don't think... 2022 Hyun Jin Ryu is the guy that you you look at and go, okay, I've got to change my lineup here because of this. But you know as well as I, I do that the, the khakis are saying well, he's left-handed Joe, left-handed. Joe Madden was doing it before people were wearing khakis. With the, with the race. Yeah, he was doing that it with the race. Up, all righties. But yeah. maybe it's one of those things, I got yeah. what I got, my lineup is what my lineup is. Uh, well, I'll ask you, honestly, if you were a manager, you're facing Jin Ryu are you going to spend a great deal of time thinking about your no, lineup? because
1: I know probably his age. He's not going to go seven innings. He's going to uh, probably somewhere in that five range. And then I'm going to get a righty the probably in the fourth inning. exactly. And the lefty that the Blue Jays have out of the bullpen are the two of them. Yeah. Do they do they really scream? We're terrified. That's you, why Ryan Berukey will be a
0: huge deal because you made that point.
1: Uh, yeah, though Tawny's got like so, almost seventy at bats against lefties. You can tell that's the. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that the opposing manager wants to do. If you got a lefty later in games, is you want to get him thinking the other way. You want to get him trying to hit it over there. That breaking ball that goes down in the way because he's a big daddy hacker. We've seen it. Mm -hmm. He likes to let it eat. I'd rather him have that little bloop single than that back leg city. So they're throwing a bunch of lefties. And here we go with Ryan Barucki again. It's going to be me against you kind of thing. And look...
0: Uh, this is, we'll find out what he's about. This is this is an opportunity. Uh, it's, it may not have been presented to him the way he wanted it presented to him, but we talked about this. There's, you look around, Ryan, there's not a whole hell of a lot of options here right now. And mm-hmm. at some point, the Jays will probably do something in the bullpen. But right now, you're the, you're the guy. If I'm Ryan Baraki, I'm kind of jacked up about this right now because I got a real chance here. And, until and I'm not I'm and, not pitching garbage time.
1: Until here. they put Simber or Trevor Richards in the face of Donnie, and then you're like, maybe they're telling me something. Yes. Which that's probably gonna happen. You know that's gonna happen. Like they have more confidence in those two guys because of the changeup, because of the elevated fastball from a weird angle. Bark, you, you know, know what, I've happening. already
0: I've lost a game recently because I put my faith in Ryan Barucki and it didn't turn out. I still think you have to go back to him in a high leverage situation as soon as possible to see what you got. I know it's and Siddle said the same thing, right? This isn't this isn't about tryouts now. This is about results. It's true, but I also I want to know what I have in Ryan Barakey, and I I can't wait until the trade deadline. This is a great opportunity. I'm putting – if it's if it if if I'm the Jays, I'm putting him back tonight in a high leverage situation. I'm going to see how he responds. Or if you're Petey,
1: when you're dialing the the down to the bullpen, you. You, when, the, when they answer, how's his slider? Is his slider any good? Because he loves throwing it. Yeah. Is it breaking? Is he locating it? Can he back foot it to a righty or down on away way to a lefty? And if the answer
0: is, uh, then you get somebody else up. That makes sense. Casey Candal is manager of the Buffalo Bisons. They are the Toronto Blue Jays AAA affiliate. He joins us next. This is Blair and Barker on 590 360 and wherever you get your favorite podcast. The smartest takes on the biggest stories in sports. The Fan Drive Time with Ben Ennis and Steven Brunt. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, uh, You know that surf music, they'd be playing that at Jumbo's Clown sure. tonight.
1: I finally found the only place that you would pay for everybody to get into it. No, I, you, I
0: you and your wallet would be open so no, fast. I just I went there while I just it's the first thing that came to my I mind got it, because boys. I've I got always it. I was, come on I'll take let you me take say, care I of the clown us. let me take care of, care of the clown you guys go find a seat and order the uh libations N-A I'll take a care bikini. of the bikini no well the well
1: in a bikini there ain't nothing wrong with that when you open the door and you're like yeah it's perfect
0: we should we should all stay here all night it's just—it was just one night. It was the first thing that came to mind. I, I because of the name, the name which I butchered. Uh, you were terrible at it. Anyhow, we've got Blue Jays tickets to give away for a June second game against the White Sox. Again, Ryan Fabro coming up with these trivia questions I, that are—I I mean, must I'm not, not
1: have anything to do because nobody ever, nobody should ever know this. No, if you it,
0: this, no, if you know this, then you probably spend way too it's much. Great, yeah, great job. It's making it harder. Oh, It is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, we'll give the uh, tickets away in the second, second part of the show. Tony Gwynn Jr. Mark Langston joining us yes. as well. Casey Candell is manager of the Blue Jays, triple A affiliate, the Buffalo Bisons. And he joins us on Blair and Barker. Casey, thanks so much for joining the two of us today. We, we, uh, we trust you're doing well. We've got a checklist of things here to get to, so I'm not going to waste <laughs> yeah. any time. Um, I, of, and, course, a- of course, of <laughs> course. Actually, Casey, unfortunately, uh, Gabriel Moreno has been dropped down to the number two spot in the list of things I wanted to ask you about. I wanted you to tell me who the hell Adrian Hernandez is and why I keep seeing his name over and over and over again, usually with a bunch of zeros b- b- beside it or, or you know three or four strikeouts beside it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, Adrian is, uh, burst upon the scene. <laughs> um, he's, you know, he's been with us and, uh, you know, a couple of years and kind of, uh, was under the radar and, and just his performance has just been getting better and better and, and he goes out and, uh, goes right after hitters, has an unbelievable change up and he's developing, you know, the ability to throw his curve ball, which is a, is a, is a really good pitch also. And, um, Fastball for strikes, and and the changeup is so good that um, if he gets those two things in the, the other two pitches in the zone, along with his changeup, um, he's pretty tough to to put up any numbers on. So he's he's been solid.
1: Okay, Casey, we we talk about the guys throwing it to and Gabriel Moreno. Uh, I I don't want to really ask you about his year because we can look up his numbers and see he's having a a really good start to his season. But I I do want to ask what would be the goals organizational wide for him is it figuring out how to fail is it uh, trying to you know get through pitchers get through bad times of games like how are you grading him when you watch him play to relay that message to Ross and whoever wants to know
2: I think those are two great points right there you brought up I mean um, you know it's really um, you know building the relationships with the pitching staff which he's doing great um, you know he he's feeling comfortable and the pitchers and him they, they talk every day before they throw and, and, you know, just navigating a a game and, and definitely just getting better at, um, you know, what uh, reading swings and, and making sure that, you know, he sees, um, you know, the sequences that he wants to to go with, um, with the pitchers. I mean, his, uh, his talent is there. It's really just refining the things that the, the little things that uh, it takes to you know be a major league catcher and the things that you have to pick up on and he's doing a great job of doing all those. Things.
1: Is there any? Excuse me. Is there any one little thing that you've noticed that he's having some some you know a little bit more issues with? Maybe you mentioned the reading the bats and and getting pitchers through certain parts of game. You know that that takes time to do those things and sometimes, yeah. sometimes guys just have a little bit tougher time of, of adjusting to that and reading that. Have you noticed that or is he a quick learner?
2: I mean, I think early on, just because he's just gotten here um, and he was a little late uh, showing up and, and getting to know the staff, there were a lot of guys that, you know, he was not familiar with. So I think that was part of it. And he's, he's a very quick learner. He is able to take things and put them into practice pretty, pretty quickly, and he's done that. Um, I think that's the main thing is just, um, you know, getting more comfortable behind the plate. Um, the other thing was, um, he hadn't done a lot of uh, one knee catching, and you know, for his receiving, and he's been working on that. And now that you know that he's done that, and he's he's doing a great job of still being able to receive and throw from that position. So um, you know, he's he's doing the things that that are asked of him, and he's he is a quick learner. So. You know, it's, it's, uh, okay, I'm gonna to
1: watch. I'm gonna hog you before I let Jeff back in here. Uh, can we flip it over to the offensive side? I, I see he doesn't have tremendous power, and again, this is a very small sample size. And and I remember yeah. when I first my first year in AAA, it was it's an adjustment. Like the guys there, uh, you know, they can set you up. You know, it is the era of the hard thrower, so it is a little different than when I came up. But it's is is that one of those things that you know that's going to be you're going to have to show some patience with him when it comes to the power side of it. Like he's learning what not to swing at and, you know, going the other way. Is he, is he, is that something you're starting to see a little bit with him offensively?
2: Yeah, I think, I think, um, I mean, honestly, um, he's a very good hitter. I mean, you know, uh, average wise, obviously, and that's not not the biggest thing that we take into consideration um, these days, you know, OPS and those kind of things. Um, but he's really, he, like last night he hit, he had three hits and hit four balls over a hundred miles an hour. So, I mean, that will generate, if he gets those balls in the air, that generates power, and that's going to be, you know, a difference. Now, some guys, they um, are in the minor leagues, and they, they, they hit, and, you know, and then they get to the major leagues, and they learn their power out there. And I really think sometimes it's just a matter of them learning how to get pitches to hit and sitting on certain counts and, and, and then, you know, letting the power play there. So I think he's got power. He's, he hits the ball hard consistently. Mm-hmm. And he's got a great, um, you know, command of his barrel. He knows where his barrel is of his bat, and he has the ability to get it to the ball. And I think the point that you bring up of, um, you know, being more patient and getting Mm -hmm. pitches to hit is a big thing that uh, a lot of of young players need to learn. And he's in the process of doing that. He's doing a much better job.
0: Casey, uh, I saw that Kevin Biggio has played a bunch of games. I don't know about a bunch of games, but I believe he's played the last four or five games in the outfield uh, look, we've talked about the Jays and trying to address the lack of balance in the lineup. Are are we getting to a point soon? I don't want you to give away organizational secrets, but are we getting to the point soon where th- the organization may call up Kevin?
2: Well, I don't know. We'll I'll have to see. I, I mean, you know, he's done a great job here, and and really the 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 process here was just getting at bats and getting him to be comfortable and and feel you know like um, he was he was. Um, competing every A.B., and he's done that. He, he's got a good command of the strike zone here, which he always has had, and he's hit some balls hard, and his at-bats have been quality. And he's looked good in the outfield moving the balls, and, and you know, everything that he uh, um, was here to accomplish, he's been doing that. So it's K- been, you know, it's been great.
1: Casey, is, uh, we, uh, I, I think that Charlie Montoya said something about Kevin's going to have to earn his way. That might have been Ross Atkins that I heard say that. <clears throat> and, and I just don't really know what that – would mean with Kevin is that numbers is that he has to hit over 300 or is that what you just mentioned like the the you know the the patience at the plate but also when he gets a good one that's sort of the thing when I noticed when he was healthy here at the big league level is okay he's got the nice eye at the plate but it's that when he got a good pitch he just didn't seem to hit it and put it and play as hard as he'd like to put it is that sort of what they're looking for with Kevin that you've noticed you think
2: um, I would say that's probably that's probably correct. I think you know with any any players like the success that he's had in the past is is what you look for somewhere you know that's that's kind of even with what he's done in the past when he was successful, and I think that's what cal is you know was here to to get back to, and he's done a great job.
0: Uh before we let you run I uh I, I did want to ask you as well about some of the you know some of the other the, the other the other players on the team and of course a guy that a lot of people would be interested in is is Jordan Groshans and you know how how have you seen his season going and and what's the next step for Jordan do you think?
2: Um I think just he's he's um swinging the bat very well got three hits last night um and he's he's adjusting to another level and and you know, I think um, his progress defensively is what we're going to look to to um, focus on. You know, he's got great great awareness of at the plate and and does a great job there. I think it's really um, just getting him to to move well and feel comfortable. Um, you know, at at different positions. You know, short and third, and right now is where he's playing mostly. But just feeling comfortable defensively and, and settling in, I think, is the the objective. And he's he's looked great.
0: You just—it actually reminded me of something, and and uh, I, I will ask this, and then we'll let you go. But when 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 the big league club is having difficulty scoring runs, and especially in this case with this team, you know, runners in scoring position, the numbers are apparent. The eye test, the numbers, all of that stuff, kind of points in one direction. Casey, do you notice guys at the AAA level, guys who maybe expect to get up to the majors at sometime sometime soon? Do they? Zero in a bit, you know, like looking at this and going, you know, I mean, there might be at some point there might be opportunity here for me a little earlier than I thought, especially given the fact that I think most people looked at the Jays everyday lineup and said, you know, where the hell are you going to make any changes to that dude? The guys react to that at the AAA level. I mean,
2: if they do, it's not it's not conducive to being successful. That's for sure. Okay. Because <laughs> um, if you're looking if you're looking at what they're going to do up there, then you're just wasting your time at um, thinking about things that you have no control over. And, and really, what at the AAA level, what we talk about is do what you have control over, and, and you know worry about your performance. Mm-hmm. And you know what if they if they need you and there's a there's a need, they will call. And and um, you know it's a great team in the big leagues, they're going to, they're going to come around offensively. It's just that, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's, uh, I think just, you know, what we talk about here is just, Hey, do your job here and and, you know, get better and and do the things you need to do. And and if there's a need, then, then you'll get a call. So I think Jordan's done a good job of that. And I think all the guys here, you know, understand that it's just, just being in this and, and playing in AAA and just, you know being in the minor leagues in my career for for some time it's just it just it just tampers you when you start thinking about hey what's going on above me i mean obviously they're concerned about the you know the games because they like to watch them but and you know and rooting for the blue jays to win because that's what um it's all about up there but um you know if you get too focused on those things it just kind of is detrimental
0: good stuff casey appreciate you joining Thanks a us lot. great best stuff. of luck man thank, thank you all right Thanks, Jeff,
2: Kevin. Take Appreciate care. Appreciate it. Thanks. All
0: righty. That is Casey Candell, manager of the Buffalo Bisons. Ooh. So I was—I got a couple of places I wanted to go. But first of all, your experience. Yep. Minor league level, I, AAA, I, big league club is scuffling. And you know it. And I, I maybe not, you don't have as much access to social media back then as you do now. You paying attention to that at absolutely. all?
1: Absolutely. I could not disagree more with Casey. I, <laughs> I, I understand where Casey's coming from. And long-term... Yeah, I'm with him. Like, big pitcher. And, and, but if I'm Nathan Lucas, and my name's been there. Yeah. And I see that they're hitting a buck 61 on the road with runners in scoring position. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat with a runner in scoring position. And I'm looking at my stats going, hmm, I'm pretty good with that stat. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. I've, I've actually been doing it. I've been in my car with my uh, my buddy driving and been looking at my stats and in AAA, mm-hmm. in Louisville with the Reds and be looking at my stats and see the Reds stats and going, man, they still don't have a lefty. Lance Nix was struggling at one time. Yeah. I can remember the name. I'll say the name. Lance Nix was, was struggling. And and he was, you know, I think uh, he'd gotten hurt and he came back and he was, and I was thinking, man, if I was, anybody's going to get caught up. I know Dusty was there. Dusty's a big fan of mine. He liked me in spring training. Rick Sweet's my manager, so I would even go like in the car looking at my stats, looking at Lance Nixon, and go to Rick Sweet and be like, hey, you see them stats? And I'd be making a joke. They absolutely look at him, and they absolutely think to themselves, man, there's an opportunity here. If I shine, you know Ross is going to go, man, they not been doing much here. If I can play a little left field, look at Lourdes. Facts are facts, man.
0: Yeah, Jordan Groshans in particular, when the uh, when the Matt Chapman deal was made, just sent out a tweet with that little emoji, that kind of purpley yeah, devil that's, emoji. Yeah, but that's
1: a bit that's a bit much. Like that that gets that gets into that bad teammate thing, and, uh, yeah, and you got to be real careful. They about talked it. to him about it. They sure did that teammate thing and about you know not being a good one. Yeah, got to be careful about tweeting things, but you can think it and without saying it.
0: All right, so we asked about Cavan Biggio, got kind of a little snicker. Um, yeah. He has played four games in the outfield. Well, there's
1: a reason why. There
0: is the numbers. I, I don't know if Kevin. I, I think in some ways Kevin had to put up some numbers. Like I, I think to 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 earn your way back sure. in, you you had to do something. I mean, I'm at the point, Kevin, where why not? Uh, I'd rather have him than than Vinny Capra. Uh, at least it it gives Joe Madden something else something else to think about. I mean, I'm at, I'm at that point with 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 this lineup. I just I would rather have him. I mean, let's be honest, Nathan yeah. Lucas, uh, uh, another guy uh, you mention. You know, guys at AAA are they're down there trying to earn their way back back to the majors, and you know, I I think people. I, I mentioned this time and time again. There's a reason they brought. Guys, or bring guys like Nathan Lucas into spring training. And it's not just to make sure Buffalo's got some warm bodies down there. There's something about them that somebody in the organization likes. And I think before you go out and make a deal, you know, the Zach Collins, Ryan Altapias situations were a little different because that involved options with Threese McGuire, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you want to see, let, let's see what these guys give you. In the short term, at least, so you have an idea of what they're about.
1: This is just me. If I'm Ross, I'm calling Casey and I'm going, hey, tell me if Kevin can hit a heater. Has Kevin shown you since he's been in AAA that he can get it down, level out his swing, and hammer a fastball? If he can do that, there's, there's room for him on the big league team, especially the way Lourdes is doing in left field. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm with Joe. This this is not a tryout. This is not a see if you can yep. get it going. When you're in the like the the two for and the six for fifty something, that's big sample size. Like now you're starting to think about how you replace it and figure out how to get some guys in here who are hotter who can help your team gain some confidence and, and get some swag back. And if Kevin, that's that would be the first question. He's going to play good enough defense. He'll catch the balls he's supposed to catch most of the time. It's not going to hurt your team defensively. No, he's not going he to drag it down. he change the game defensively? Absolutely no. not. But he's not going to hurt your team defensively. It's all get, comes back around to can he get it down and get it singing consistently? If he can do that on velocity, they throw a bazillion miles an hour in AAA. It ain't no different AAA than it is. That's just the thing now. Everybody throws a bazillion miles an hour. So you're going to know if you're Casey. You can give him a legitimate answer. Can he hit that hard? Yes or no? And if the answer is yes, and you call him up, you find a spot for him. He can play left, he can DH, he will he can give Vladdy a day off at first. He can do numerous things. That, for me, is how he's going to get called up. And that's why I asked the question about yeah. how do you judge that?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, why not? I, 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 at this point, why not?
1: But um, Joe, but saying that Joe Madden's going to worry about Kevin Biggio. or no or nobody's Coppio saying no or, no no
0: nobody's saying nah. but but late in the game it, nah. late in the well late in the game it may come into play at, at least having a left-handed looking down there and saying okay he's got a left-handed bat it it, it, it may come into play it may come into play late in the game but but as, as I said against a guy you know against a guy against some pitchers I just I'd I'd run my lefties out there and just say what the hell I mean it's not like I'm in, in not having Lourdes Gorryel Jr., it's not like I'm hamstringing myself defensively or offensively based on what I've seen so far this year. I think you just you just feel free to go ahead and do it. Uh, found interesting Jordan Groshans playing a lot of third base as well, which uh, which which case is that? Which yeah, probably makes yeah, sense. I don't know about
1: you. I don't know about you, and I, I'm just that he would he's one of those guys. That I'm not real sure where you put him, and he would be a nice trade. Yeah, like a a piece that. You know, you could you could send to a team that would have a a, a Cubs. Yep. That that Ian Anders is <laughs> in Ian Ian, Happ, Ian Happ, Yeah yeah, the you know, a switch hitter guy can hit two for you, can play some outfield, and you would have to throw a guy in. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying that by any means, but where's he playing here? He if Matt Chapman well, especially is
0: especially he's since
1: play here, like that's you, you know somebody you, gets hurt.
0: I mean, they had some other guys that have kind of made strides, you know, guys like Otto Lopez are kind mm-hmm. of in the picture, certainly Aurelvis Martinez. Um there's some some kids at the lower level. They have a lot of athletic uh middle infield types. They have a lot of guys who can be moved around position to position and and I'm with you. Um I I, I am I'm really kind of surprised that he hasn't been included in a deal in a deal already. I don't know about honest. you either.
1: Well the the draft's coming soon. I'd be shocked if they don't get some left-handed hitters in here.
0: Organizational, I, yeah, but you know what? I, the, I I'd be shocked. I, like, it's they, they don't, don't really under, have any. No, but you know what? I don't understand. And I freely admit this. I don't understand everything that goes into the draft. I, I, I think when you draft, you've got to be looking three or four years down the That's road for the well most said. part. Sure. and maybe yeah, get get some left-handed mm-hmm. hitters in here. Um, you know, I, I'd be more intrigued if there was a guy in the draft that could help immediately. Like you're hearing a lot of buzz about Kumar Rocker. Right. A guy that a lot of people think going back in the draft, a guy that a lot of people think could come in and help a major league bullpen right now. Now, I mean, I've asked about him and I've been told there's some health concerns about him and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But yeah, the draft is. I, I don't. I guess you can look at it and go organizationally. We have a need. Let's load up on left-handed hitters. But you know as well as I do, if a guy can throw, if there's a pitcher there, they're going to take the pitcher, but, and I would too.
1: But when, I, I would too. Obviously, pitching and defense wins championships. But but I do think how they're going to go about this with no shifts. Do they think about it differently? Because now with no shift, do I really need balance in my lineup? Do See, I, do, I I, do I really need that wouldn't that, I, that become almost that's more a important? question
0: that's a great question i that's something I'd really have to sit down and think you about. know like I asked jed Lowry about switch hitting and the lack of switch hitting in the game mm-hmm. and whether or not the shift going away might return m- m- might put more emphasis on on finding switch hitters and he he had to think about it he said you know, I haven't I mean he said I guess yeah maybe but and he said you know what it's been so while that I've thought about Game without the shift, I don't know. I I don't know if it would have an impact, or is
1: it just an ah -ah moment? That look at the Blue Jays lineup—they're all right-handed, and you can get them out with two pitches, and it doesn't matter where they're playing defense.
0: We've got a pair of tickets to give away to see the White Sox and the Blue Jays on June second. We will do that in the next hour. We have Mark Langston, Angels radio analyst, former MLB pitcher. We have Barker's back leg bits. Still plenty of time to submit your. Questions for Kevin Barker. And we've got Tony Gwynn Jr., Padres broadcaster, former Major League outfielder, host of the Big Time Baseball podcast. Lots ahead. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, The Fans Sportsnet 360, and wherever you get your favorite podcast.